I believe that the quality of life we live directly reflects the type of relationships that we have with ourselves, others, God, and everything in between. Welcome to my inner and outer world. My name is Tyler Joe Stratton, and I am the host of the Happy Heart Academy podcast, where it is my mission to significantly improve the quality of life you live by teaching you how to live more joyfully from your heart rather than your hurt so that you can begin to experience more joyful and loving relationships with yourself, others, God, and everything in between after a devastating heartbreak. Thank you for joining me today. Now let the podcast begin. What is up, my dear friends, and welcome back to the Happy Heart Academy podcast. I am your host, Tyler Joe Stratton, and today I'm excited to announce I'm releasing my free eight-week course to you here on the Happy Heart Academy podcast. This community has been such a blessing. And I know that you're, it's, it can be a struggle out there. It can be tough. It can be a challenge. But because you've been giving so much to this community, I want to give back to you. You see, a year and a half ago, I released, I released a course inside the Happy Heart Academy. And this course, obviously, was something that you would have to pay for, for $197. But today, I give it to you all for free. So throughout the next eight weeks, you're going to receive weekly educational and actionable audio lessons that's going to cover some of the following topics. Number one, the reason why you can't stop obsessing over your ex. Two, the most essential component to your healing journey. Number three, how you can finally stop thinking about your ex. Number four, why you are conditioned to not be able to let go. And then we're going to talk about how you can begin to let go. Number five, why you keep running into the same partner over and over again, which ends in heartbreak. And so much more. I'm so grateful that you're here. I hope that you find the next eight weeks educational and transformative so that you can finally reclaim your life, find your happiness, and move on after your heartbreak. Now, before we dive into the first lesson, I must note that this was a course that I released about a year and a half ago. So some of the information inside of this course is no longer relevant. So here's what I'm going to offer you. If you want to still join the Happy Heart Academy, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes to join the free community inside of the Facebook group so that you can continue to join a community of heartbreak survivors that are working through their own experience and helping other people work through theirs. So if you want to be a part of that, be sure to check the show notes below, click on uh, join the community, um, and you will be able to join it there. So once again, my friends, please enjoy the next eight weeks in this free video training that's going to help you to transform yourself after your breakup. Now on to video lesson number one. Here's the thing. Your ex is no longer responsible for your happiness. You are. And that should be freeing because now you hold the power to change your life and your heartbreak so that your heartbreak is now your blessing rather than your curse. What is up, my dear friends? My name is Tyler Joe Stratton. I am the author of the book, The Big Three, where I teach you how to build joyful and loving relationships with yourself, others, and God after heartbreak. Now, ideally, I'm also the founder of the Happy Heart Academy, where I help you experience a better quality of life by living more from your heart rather than your hurt caused by heartbreak, divorce, breakups, and letdowns. So 
ultimately, guys, I am super, super grateful that you are here with me today. Please uh, give me grace as we go through this video course together. This is a free resource and tool to help you be able to overcome heartbreaks so that you can begin to experience happiness after your heartbreak. And Today, I am going to do this in one take, one cut. Um, we are not going to edit this. Why? Because um, I believe that heartbreak is, is unedited. What you experience is real. It's vulnerable. And you're going to get what's real and vulnerable with me. Now, I do have notes on my screen here that I will be potentially reading from and looking um, from so that uh, I can stay on track to help you guys process this pain for the next eight days. Every single day, I will be coming out with a new video for you posted here on the community here at Happy Heart Academy. And you will be able to tune in and just dive in and, and start to listen to the um, eight ways in which we can help you start to process a better quality of life after your heartbreak. And today's topic is all about why you are constantly obsessing over your ex after heartbreak, like constantly thinking about them is is a challenging thought that it takes forever it feels like to get them out of our mind and when we finally have them out of our mind throughout the day then we go lay in our bed and we find ourselves pondering about them once again and thinking about them and the racing thoughts and the pain starts to emerge and this is what we're going to be talking about how to overcome that and why um what's really going on behind the obsessive thinking so today we're going to just get this thing started, kicked off, and we're going to have a lot of fun talking about this. At least I'm going to have a lot of fun talking about this and hopefully sharing a piece of wisdom and advice along the way um, so that you can begin to heal your heart's hurt and live from your heart rather than your hurt. So if you're ready to be um, here with me today, uh, be sure to grab a, a pen and a notebook to take some notes and follow along because I really want you to be able to um, obtain the information to help you heal your heart because information is one thing, but applying it is another. And I want to help you be able to apply uh, these uh, ideas into your life so that you can begin to actually transform your heart's hurt into happiness. And that's all possible because of the Happy Heart Academy and the experiences that I've went through in my own life, as well as all of the years, uh, about seven years now, I've been studying heartbreak and relationships, love, happiness, and uh, what makes relationships successful. Um, and I compiled that the quality of life that we live directly reflects the relationships that we have with ourselves, others, and God. And if you want to live a better quality of life, we need to rebuild and reestablish those relationships. And what happens is many people don't establish those relationships after their heart gets broken, right? And then they live a dull life and they too fearful to live from their heart and love again because they've been hurt in the past. And when they get in a relationship, what happens is you start to bleed on the person that never cut you. And so we're going to start to help you heal. And when I say we, I just like using we rather, rather than me, because it's really, I mean, there's people within me um, that have taught me how to do this myself. Um, so it's not just me talking. I know I'm presenting it, but ideally I've been taught, I've been coached, I've been developed to be able to talk more in regards to what we're going to be talking about today. So bear with me. I'm not an expert on screen. I will be, I have another screen right here. So I'll be reading it from time to time, just an FYI, but just follow along, follow along, keep your heart open, feel the information. The information can heal. It'll be insightful. It'll be helpful and practical. So if you're looking for a way to change your heartbreak into happiness, this is where we begin. So let's tackle this idea why you can't stop obsessing about your ex and what's really behind the obsessive thinking. So I know where you're at. Uh, you're constantly thinking about your ex. 
you find yourself having a tough time being able to move on and uh, you find yourself self-sabotaging and and making yourself feel bad because you're dwelling in the thoughts of what if, well, what if I changed the way that I treated her? What if I changed the way that I said what I said to cause her such or him such a problem? Well, if that's the case, you know, just know that you're not alone. Self-sabotaging went after a heartbreak. If you were broken up with is always the case. It's, it's inevitable. It's inevitably the case that we go into this dark place of feeling regret and, and guilty of, we should have showed up better. We should have loved more. We should have gave more. Maybe not is the case is what I'm going to teach you here at the happy heart Academy. I'm not going to teach you how to get back together with your ex. I'm going to be here to teach you how to actually overcome your ex and get move, move on, get through and heal your heart's hurt so that you can live more fully from your heart rather than your hurt. So if you're trying to get back together with your ex, I'm not sure. I actually know that this video series is not for that. This is the idea to help you overcome. So if you're ready to overcome your heart's hurt and move on from your ex, you're at the right place. And I appreciate you taking this healing journey with me because I understand the reason why I'm doing this. The reason why I created the Happy Heart Academy is because I understand that hurt people hurt people. And most people don't heal their heart's hurt, which causes the endless cycle of hurt people hurt people. But I also believe on the flip side that healed people heal people. And when you go into a relationship more whole than you do hurt, what you'll find is that relationship is going to be more alive, more attractive, more loving, more gentle, more of what you're looking for. So anyway, I know where you're at. And I've come to learn that there are basically two forces that work in the background of your mind after a heartbreak. And we're going to be talking about the two forces um, as we continue on. These two forces ideally create um, this seemingly unstoppable thought process uh, that causes you to feel like your life is a living hell. Because it causes you to obsessively think about your ex. And when you obsessively think about your ex, you have no control over that, which causes so much mental disruption that you're like, man, I feel like completely powerless. I can't get a hold of them. They won't talk to me. I, I can't find closure. I can't, you know, change the past. I feel completely hopeless, helpless, and powerless. And that's what we're going to change because I'm going to help you understand why it's so freaking hard to stop thinking about your ex um, and what you can actually do about this idea when you obsessively think about your ex, uh, I know that you're in a place of just living hell because there's so many what ifs and a lot of unanswered questions, which cause you a lot of pain and suffering. So what can you actually do about this pain and suffering that you're enduring because of your obsessive thinking? Well, ideally, I'd like you to think about this metaphor with me real quick. I hope you don't mind metaphors. Um, I'm trying to get better at them, honestly. But, um, you know, when you have a severe fever, you treat it with medication. So that fever goes away quickly, right? Like when you go through, you know, you're feeling, you know, your muscles are achy, your body's achy because you're going through maybe the flu season, you deal with this fever. Um, But what happens when you take that medication, although um, Tylenol might work for the next six hours, after the six hours, what usually happens is the temperature comes back, doesn't it? The pain comes back. And ideally, that's because the fever is just the symptom for another underlying deeper problem. Although you might have taken care and masked the fever, which is just the symptom, there's an underlying problem that is actually causing the fever to take place. And what we're going to do is deep dive, do a deep dive so that you're not just taking care of the symptom, but you're taking care of the underlying problem that is actually causing the symptom to take place here at the Happy Heart Academy. So making the fever go away doesn't really change anything, does it? Other than just making you feel better for a short period of time. 
I mean, we can do so many different things to make us feel better over a short period of time. For example, people are always asking me, Tyler, how do I find happiness after heartbreak? Well, do you want the short-term answer? Or do you want the long-term answer? Because most people, what I find, are looking for the short-term answer. They're looking for like, what can I do right now to help me feel happier? Well, you're already doing it. You're engaging on, on social media. Social media is, is an addictive resource that activates dopamine drips every time you swipe. Something new takes place. So if you want instant happiness, if that's not making you happy, hmm. You know, we got to We got to focus on the long term work rather than the short term um, work. So ideally, there's so many different things that you can do short term that will help you feel happier right now. But we're looking for sustainable happiness, long term fulfillment. And that's what you'll find here at the Happy Art Academy as I continue to teach you guys in ways in which we can do that together. Um, because everything that I tell you to do, I'm doing myself because um, I don't want to be a hypocrite. And I also um, don't want to say something that might not work just because I learned it. So these things I have understood, implemented and did myself. So ideally, the real job when you're dealing with some type of symptom, like this pain from a heartbreak, or for example, in this case, a fever, right? The real job is to investigate what is actually causing the pain or what is actually causing the fever and treating it adequately. So it's a little bit of a deep dive. It's spending some time with yourselves. Come on, guys. Like you got to spend some time with you. If you don't want to spend time with you, why do you think somebody else would want to spend time with you? It makes no sense. If you're not okay by yourself, why do you think someone else is going to be okay to be with you by yourself? It just doesn't make any sense to me. If you're not happy with you, why is someone else going to be happy with you? It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, but a lot of people don't think about that. So ideally, um, when the real job becomes to investigate what is causing the fever, what you'll find um, is that the fever is coming from pain points that have happened in the past. Okay, so the um, all of this fever talk and everything, just know that it's the same thing when it comes to obsessing over your ex. When, it, when, you're, when you're obsessing over your ex, that's only a symptom. That is not the underlying problem. And we can talk about the symptom, which we will talk about because you should treat the symptom. You should treat your fever. You need to take something for quick release and relief. So we'll get to that. But more importantly, we need to be able to eliminate the underlying problem so that this whole thing, the whole fever, this whole obsessing over your ex once and for all goes away. And that's what I know you want. And that's what we're going to be focusing on as we continue on here. Um, because there are two reasons why it's so hard to stop obsessing about your ex. And the first one is that it's a real addiction. Write that down. My ex is like a drug. My ex is like a drug. I think there's songs about that, actually. I think there's like a... Um, I forget some, I forget what artists wrote it, but it's like my ex is my drug or something like that. But this is what's crazy is if you go do your research and, and, and listen to what I'm about to talk about and research what I'm about to talk about, what you'll find is scientists have actually proven this over time that they have actually used modern um, tools to record the brain activity of the participants in a study who uh, had just gone through a breakup recently. And what they found this is crazy. This is personally crazy to me. This is what's fascinating. They found that the same brain areas that activate, it, activate when thinking about their ex as they would when an addict craves drugs, nicotine, or alcohol. This means that your ex is a drug. And what is, pro what is problematic about that is drugs are hard to detox from. If you have know someone or you might have been in a you know a drug battle or drug abuse before, you ideally know that it's almost dang near impossible to to overcome those things because drugs are so controlling and we feel so powerless when we're on them, right? We we're not in a right frame of mind. And when it comes to the heartbreak of our ex, 
what we've what what we've been told by scientists and research is that they found that the same brain areas activate when they are thinking about their ex as they would when an addict thinks about drugs, nicotine, or alcohol. And when trying to detox yourself from a drug, there are two things that you have to do in order to control that drug rather than the drug controlling you. There's two things that you need to do when you know you are trying to detox yourself from your ex, right? Because you need to detox yourself off the drugs. You need to get, get them out of your system um, in order for you to be able to move on. Now, ideally, the two things that you can begin to do today, right now, is the first thing that you need to do is get your butt as far away from the drug or your ex as possible. I'm sure you know that. I'm sure that you've heard that before, but you need to cut all ties with them. You need to be able to extinguish and, and, and separate yourself from the drug. You need to step away from the environment that's causing temptation to make you want to seek the drug, your ex, right? That's the first thing. The second thing is we need to be able to start to take care of what we like to call the withdrawal symptoms. When you try to quit an addict, um, and you try to stop loving your ex like this, or you try to stop anything and moving on like this, you'll go through withdrawal symptoms. You'll miss them. The pain will start to emerge. You're like, oh, did I do the right thing? Should I block them? I actually probably shouldn't have blocked them because now I feel like there's no chance of getting them back. Like, what if they reach out to me? All of these things, right? You know what I'm talking about, the withdrawal symptoms that you go to when you actually try to start moving on. You feel rather guilty. Um, but we'll be talking about those two things in lessons number two and three. So please stay with me because in lessons two and three, we'll talk about how you can um, start to disconnect from your drug or your ex and also how to take care of the withdrawal symptoms that you're currently experiencing, excuse me, in your heartbreak. Now, that's the first reason. The first reason why you're obsessing about your ex is because they are an actual drug. They're a real addiction, right? It's a real addiction that you're trying to. That's why it's so hard. Addictions are hard to overcome. Your ex is going to be hard to overcome and um, move on from. And number two um, reason why it's so hard to stop um, obsessing about your ex is ideally there are these things that you're currently dealing with that you might not even be aware of. And they're what I like to call hidden pain points um, that actually resurface when you are uh, your heart gets broken. When your heart breaks, when you think of something breaking, like if I were to break a, a glass bottle, it would open up, right? Simple as that. What happens is whenever people continue to suffer disproportionately, after a breakup or divorce, the reasons are usually more profound than just the X, right? Sometimes we find ourselves carrying around a whole lot of misery and mess and chaos and mayhem. And those things from our past start to resurface into the present moment. Our heartbreak is what we're currently facing, but that's not the only reason why you're feeling so much pain. You see, um, the reason why you're feeling so much pain is there's these things that I like to call hidden pain points, okay? And these hidden pain points are negative or toxic belief systems that you've adopted throughout your childhood or your adulthood that you've accepted um, that are causing you pain that you haven't dealt with yet, right? Hurt people hurt people. Your ex who hurt you was once hurt and never healed his hurt, her hurt. And that's why they hurt you. Does that make sense? If you don't deal with your hurt and your problems and your pain, you're only going to continue to give away what you are only what you are only locked up with. So if you're locked up with a bunch of pain that you've never allowed to surface, what happens during a heartbreak is that when your heart gets broken, all of those emotional pains and poisons and traumas and um, turmoils that were 
hidden that came and developed in your past start to resurface and then you experience this overwhelming emotion and you start to cry and you start to um or or get really mad because you have so much but you you focus you blame it on your ex like my ex has hurt me this much this is how bad no it's not just your ex hear me out um the the emotional distress that we feel isn't necessarily caused only by our ex it's also caused by the triggers that are locked up within us that we haven't yet dealt with, which is what I like to call the hidden pain points. So hope you're following along here um, as we are about to end here. But ideally, what this means is that hidden pain points could merely be just early memories. They could be negative behaviors um, or beliefs picked up from your parents or just things that have happened in early adult life that have shaped your vision about love and relationships that you've adopted. For example, when I first got cheated on, I adopted the belief that um, women can't be trusted, they're players, and that I will be cheated on again. And when I went to my next relationship after that relationship ended, um, I actually ended up uh, bleeding on the girl that never cut me. I ended up when I was with her, ideally I caused the relationship a lot more pain than it needed to because I was stuck in the past because I couldn't process and I didn't heal my hidden pain points that were causing me so much emotional turmoil, emotional turmoil. Right? So ideally what I need you to know is that, um, these unresolved hidden pain points are the reason most of you are having the same toxic relationships your entire lives, going from one breakup to another. And we'll talk more about that in lesson seven. We're going to talk about how to break that cycle of, you know, oh, like the idea of um, getting into a relationship, a bad relationship from a bad relationship, because what happens most of the time, we'll talk more about this in lesson number seven or video number seven, is ideally you enter a relationship hurt, right? You will enter that relationship hurt looking to receive something from that relation, that person to fulfill you. You enter that, that's a broke mindset. You never go into relationship receiving, you go into relationship giving. And ideally what you want to, what happens is you go into the relationship hurt and then that hurt causes the breakup, which then causes the hurt, which then causes you to get back into a, a relationship because you can't deal with the hurt, which causes you to break up. It's just a never ending cycle of, hurt people, hurt people, hurt people, hurt people. Now we got to break this cycle for you so that you can create happier relationships and just a happier life. But anyway, so hear me out. Why This is why time won't heal um, your core pain points and what's currently going on. You know, I've heard multiple times, time and time again, that time heals. I don't think time heals shit, to be honest with you. I don't think time in and of itself heals shit. I think it's what you do in that time that actually can help you heal your heart's hurt. And that's why you're here at the Happy Heart Academy. I'm going to continue to give you resources and guides and, and my teachings will continue to get better. So bear with me. Um, but ideally, um, in time, um, you will not heal. Maybe you will heal physically. You know, it, time will heal a physical bruise, but time won't heal emotional pain if you don't allow it. And it's what you do in that time that will help you heal. Now, ideally, um, your hidden core pain points are also responsible for the pain that you're currently feeling right now and why you can't stop thinking about your ex. So your ex is not only an, a, a drug that you can't seem to uh, step away from, but also these hidden core pain points that have now shown up in your life are causing you to feel what you're currently feeling. 
And it's a lot of past turmoil and pain and suffering. Um, and they are secretly working in the back of your mind consistently, sabotaging your efforts to be able to actually move on. Your hidden pain is causing you to be unable to move on. So these destructive belief systems create fears. They create blockages. They create phobias. They create barriers. They keep... they create a wall around your heart so that you can't no longer open your heart up and because you're too fearful of love they cause aggression and anger which when not healed will cause you to hurt and release hurt and be hurt so as you can see each hidden core pain point creates friction and can absolutely sabotage any type of relationship that you have in your life whether it's with yourself others and or God. And that's not what we want. And ideally, you've got to know that if you believe that time will heal, I need you to understand that it will not heal. Because if you think without doing any of the work, but just going out throughout time that you will begin to heal, you're completely wrong about that idea. Your wounds will still be there, they will still show up. And that's what's currently showing up is your hidden pain points are currently showing up and they will continue to do damage in your relationships in life. So now that we understand that real addiction and hidden pain points are the underlying reasons why you're obsessing about your ex, what do you think actually begins to happen when you resolve them? What do you think actually happens? Well, ideally, the goal behind this is what actually what I believe happens when you actually begin to deal with the actual problem rather than the symptom, the underlying problem with the hidden pain points, and you begin to um, um, step away and disconnect from your drug or your ex. Ideally, what you'll begin to experience is you'll will begin to think less of your ex. Um, and, and what they're currently doing. You'll stop going through their social media, you'll stop uh, social stalking them, you'll stop um, worrying about where they're at, who they're with. Um, you will connect to yourself more because you'll create the proper space needed for you to heal. You'll be okay to be alone again. And you'll realize what kind of partner you really want because the experience that you just went through, this is a great opportunity to write down on a piece of paper what it is you don't want in a relationship. When you understand what you don't want in a relationship, it'll allow you to understand what you do want, what your heart truly wants. And use this opportunity. Um, you know, your ex broke up with you for some reason. I would ideally write down the reason why they broke up with you and be like, I don't want, you know, I, I definitely don't want a, um, an ex who will cause me that type of pain again. I want someone who's sure about themselves. Um, but ideally, how do you begin to actually start to process this emotional turmoil based upon the pain points? How do you start to detox from your ex? We're going to be talking about that in lesson number two. Um, and I will show you in tomorrow's video. Um, that's all about how to beat the addiction and to reclaim your personal power on how to do that. So if you're still here and you're still following along, thank you. Um, I appreciate you doing the work on you so that you can heal and, and give that healing away to other people. Um, but understand that um, what's really behind the obsession is um, addiction and also hidden pain points that you're not currently dealing with. So if you want a piece of actionable um, uh, piece of material that you can begin to focus on, take down, write down on a piece of paper, what is causing me to feel the way that I'm currently feeling? What is causing me to feel the way that I'm currently feeling? Answer that question. Write down everything you can come up with. Start out with, you know, well, my ex broke, broke up with me. The person I thought I was supposed to be with for the rest of my life broke up with me. And then go deeper. And, and then go deeper. And then go deeper until you continue to find these core issues that you've noticed throughout your life that you still haven't dealt with. 
And then once you identify them, we can, we'll start to talk about tomorrow in tomorrow's episode on what you can begin to do to process those pain points, as well as detox your um, self from your ex and the addiction that you are currently going through because of the heartbreak. So anyway, guys, my name is Tyler Stratton. I am so thankful to be your heartbreak coach um, and just friend. Honestly, if you have questions along the way, be sure to comment on this video and ask me your questions. Um, but like I said, please give me grace as I continue this video course series um, here downstairs in the basement um, as I continue to provide you with hopefully top end content to help you start to understand your relationship, your heartbreak, as well as what to do to be able to process that. So anyway, um, be sure to be on the lookout for tomorrow's episode. All my episodes will hopefully be posted before 1 p.m. Um, um, but once again, give me grace, I'm human. Um, but ideally, it's looking like it's going to be posted before 1 p.m. Um, but anyway, I hope you guys are continuously doing the work to heal your heart's hurt so that you can live more fully from your heart rather than your hurt. And until uh, I hear from you again, be sure to continue to do the work on your heart so that you can live happily after your heartbreak. If you found this podcast helpful, encouraging, supportive, or uplifting, please make it your mission to tell other people about this podcast because I believe it is on each and every single one of us to spread more positivity, more hope, more encouragement during these times of chaos, negativity, heartbreak, and struggle. Because I believe you have the power to be the dealer of hope by lifting up other people through positive education so that their life can begin to change and change for the better. If there is one thing that I would ask any of you to do, it would be to be the light in the darkness and be the hope in the hopeless and be the love that you know this world needs more of. And remember, it is our duty and grand plan to be the warrior whose mission it is to love, lead, and serve all of those that we can by being the person they need us to be. And you can begin to be that person in their life by simply sharing this podcast with those who you know could use some more help, hope, love, and encouragement. And with the utmost gratitude in my heart, I thank you for spending your precious time with me today and listening to the podcast. <laughs>